Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. This is Hayden Bow coming at you with another solo cast from Toronto, Canada. For those of you who haven't been following along, I am going to be in Canada until uh, beginning, somewhere between beginning and late February. So I've been doing some podcasts with Jordan at the Prescript Studio, and I've been doing some solo casts as well. Today's episode is going to be all about NFTs. Um, as a lot of people on Instagram know, I have a degree in international economics and finance, and I've also started a few different businesses. So naturally I get questions a lot, uh, surrounding investment and finance. And recently I've been getting a ton of questions about NFTs, uh, whether or not I'm going to invest in them, uh, you know, and everything surrounding that. So this episode, I'm going to break it down for you. We're going to start with what is an NFT? How do NFTs work? How do we actually observe NFTs uh, in a marketplace? Um, What's driving some of these insane NFT prices? Why would you get involved? How do you get involved? And finally, I'm going to give you my closing thoughts uh, on everything. So if that interests you, if you keep hearing this word NFT and you don't know what it means, or you have a little bit of an understanding of what it means, but you want to know how you can get involved, this is, or whether you should get involved, this is going to be a great episode for you. Quick shout out to our sponsor, LMNT. Uh, It's a great tasting electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. LMNT is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for folks following a keto, low carb, or paleo diet. LMNT contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, with no, with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. If you want to check these guys out, this is something that Stephanie and I use all the time. Uh, check them out at drinklmnt.com/hybrid. This podcast episode is also brought to you by Beam. Beam is committed to producing high-quality, natural, innovative wellness products trusted by some of the world's top professional athletes. Beam creates products to support four main categories, balance, performance, recovery, and sleep. These products are combined of both CBD and non-CBD ingredients. By tapping into how we function biologically, CBD can work to regulate pain, mood, appetite, anxiety, and inflammation. As a Hybrid Unlimited listener, you get 15% off your order with code HYBRID in all caps. So check them out. That's BEAM and use code HYBRID in all caps for 15% off. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. All right, guys, welcome to this solo cast on NFTs. This is a crazy space right now. There's a lot of uh, interest in this in the media right now. We're seeing a lot of people getting involved. I'm already getting hit up on Instagram by pretend NFT gurus who probably don't even know what NFT stands for, uh, offering me all sorts of opportunities to buy them. Um, so let's just start right with the basics. I want to get you guys caught up. Um, you know, this is these are, are questions that I'm getting all the time now. So I thought, why not just address it all in one spot in something that doesn't disappear like an Instagram story? All right. So NFT, what does that even stand for? NFT stands for non-fungible token. Now, non-fungible is probably a term that you guys haven't heard before. Um, 
if you have, bear with me, but I'm just going to break that down for those who haven't. Non-fungible basically means, in this context, that the asset we're talking about is unique. That means it can't be replaced with something else. Uh, to give you an example of something that is fungible, um, we can take a look at something like Bitcoin. Bitcoin's fungible because if I have a Bitcoin, someone else has a Bitcoin, we can exchange those two things, and we it's almost as though no exchange happened. We have two items of the same value uh, that are represented the same way. Uh, to apply this to maybe a couple real-world examples, uh, just because that's easier for people sometimes, let's think of a piece of art. Something like the Mona Lisa would be non-fungible in this example. Uh, why? Because there's only one original. It's one of a kind, and if you make copies of it, the copies are going to be worth much less than the actual original. For a real-world example of um, something that would be fungible, let's stick to the currency example. We were talking about cryptocurrency with Bitcoin. So let's talk about the U.S. dollar. You guys, two, you and a friend, both have five-dollar uh, bills in U.S. currency. You exchange those five-dollar bills. You both still have five-dollar bills. They're both still worth five dollars. It's almost as though no exchange happened. So just keep that in mind when we're talking about this uh, going forward, because it's an important thing to note to help you understand why these NFTs are able to hold the value that they do. How do they work is another question I get a lot. So basically, NFTs are products of blockchain technology. Most NFTs started coming out as part of the Ethereum blockchain. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar, or at least have heard uh, of the cryptocurrency Ethereum. And what makes Ethereum NFTs different is that it has extra information that currency doesn't store that allows it to behave differently. And that's why you can see things like, you know, I'll go into it deeper, but that's why you see things like pieces of music being sold as NFTs. They're able to store the audio file. You know, there's things like uh, drawings, etc. We'll go into it more, but just, uh, just so you understand the basics there. How do we observe NFTs? Well, they, like I just said, they can really be anything. Um, you, know, you can purchase the clip from an original movie trailer, a piece of music, like I said, drawings. I think probably what you guys are seeing the most of uh, now is uh, these like little cartoon caricatures from digital artists and designers. Um, and you know, I, I've seen ones that are selling for 10 million, 5 million, you know, the prices are all over the place, they're through the roof. Uh, and because of that, there's a lot of people who are asking questions about why. Um, and one of the biggest criticisms I see um, from NFT naysayers is something like, why would this design be worth six million bucks when I can literally right click on the image, uh, click save and have that exact same thing that someone just paid six million bucks for saved on my uh, computer. Uh, and it's the same reason why the Mona Lisa is worth $867 million and a copy or a print of the Mona Lisa might be worth $10. I think it has a lot to do with the human ego and the way that uh, that impacts demand. A lot of people really want to say that they have the only version of something. They want to have, there's only one original, they have it, they hang it up in their house, there's a level of cachet to that. 
Um, you know, the human ego is a dangerous thing, but it can also be a really interesting uh, thing when we're talking about assets and investing. And, uh, you know, we're seeing that a lot here in this space. What else is driving up some of these insane prices? Uh, from my perspective, it looks like mainly two things. I see one uh, being celebrity involvement. As with anything, this has a huge impact. That's why things like George Clooney's tequila or Daniel Poirier's hot sauce or any other celebrity started or backed product has a huge advantage over other products uh, in their industry. The second thing that I see causing uh, a big impact are these new communities. So if you're not familiar, there are things called NFT communities that have formed around certain artist themed designs. I'm sure a lot of you have heard or at least seen or seen or at least heard of things like Bored Ape. There's a community called the Bored Ape Yacht Club. Uh, there's an NFT community called the Pudgy Penguin uh, or that's based around the Pudgy Penguin NFTs. Um, if you don't know what these are, don't stress. All that you need to know is that um, communities with interest in these NFTs have grown to sizes where they're now uh, creating a lot of demand. Some of these communities are super involved and communicate with uh, one another on Discord servers, a lot like the way we do. If any of you guys listening are hybrid members and you have the Hybrid Strength uh, app, um, um, sorry, the Hybrid Strength Coach app, uh, you know, the way we communicate with you guys is through those Discord servers. And essentially, a lot of these communities are doing that the same way. As more of these people are funneling into these communities, it's driving up demand. And since the supply is limited by the people who are creating the NFTs, uh, the designers are able to uh, drive prices up. Basically, this means uh, potentially huge payouts for people who are early adopters and were really quick uh, on the draw in this space. And you're going to see increasingly higher participation buy-in for newcomers. Um, so you might be thinking, if I've kind of if I've missed the boat of these like, you know, these cheap opportunities and these communities are formed and the buy-in is going to be higher, why would I potentially want to get involved? And there's a couple good reasons. Um, one being that this is a new way that you can support artists. We've worked with artists a ton on the the apparel side of the business, and you know it's a tough grind. People. Uh, you know, they're selling designs for 300, 400 bucks. Uh, so the volume that they have to put out to make a good living is really high. You know, if you're not someone who's a really famous designer, or if you haven't been in the industry for 20 years, or you don't get lucky and find, you know, a big company, or land a good job with a big company, if you're just a freelance artist, it can be really, really difficult to make a living. So if you know artists and you want to support them, uh, NFTs are an interesting new way to be able to do that. Uh, and, you know, I recommend you do if there's people that you care about in that space. Um, you know, those might not be the ones that have the huge payout, but uh, everything doesn't need to have to have a huge uh, payout to be worthwhile. The other, uh, I think, most popular thing that's driving uh, involvement right now is speculative investment. You know that that is people are just trying to buy something for a price they deem reasonable and hope the value of it goes up so they can sell it for much more money in the future um, kind of leads me to the next question people always ask which is how do you get involved 
if you've just seen these like posts about them on Instagram, you know, you might be thinking, where do I actually go to buy an NFT? Um, and it's actually simpler than you think. There's a bunch of different marketplaces where you can go. Um, you guys can go look at that now or whatever or after the podcast because uh, it's just going to be a short one. But some off the top of my head are marketplaces like OpenSea, like Open and C is an S-E-A, the C, all one word, Rarible, Grimes Choice, Nifty Gateway. Uh, those are all places where you can go to buy and sell NFTs. You can also buy, sell, trade directly with people who own NFTs. Uh, and the currencies in which you can exchange these for are really only limited by what the, the seller is willing to accept. So some people might want to get paid in Bitcoin. Some people might want to get paid in U.S. dollars. Uh, you know, it, it's really uh, it's really just up to the people who are involved in the the sale. Uh, some overall thoughts on this. I think uh, FOMO is a huge driver of new involvement. I think you have a lot of people trying to convince you uh, that if you miss the boat with NFTs, you're going to be screwed. You're going to leave all of this potential money on the table and I mean there's definitely upside potential in this but there are many many different types of asset classes in which you can invest your money and this is just another one of those uh, I, I wouldn't stress about this uh, you know to people listening if you're not invested in oil I'm sure you're not sitting here going oh my god I missed the boat on oil you know or telecom or aerospace or any of those different places you can invest there there are all places that provide an opportunity uh, for uh, growth for financial growth but you don't need to be in any individual one of them in order to achieve financial growth so this is another one, you know, NFTs are a little bit riskier because they're new and they're heavily influenced by hype, you know, so with any sort of potential investment like that, I would always just advise people to only invest an amount that you're absolutely willing to lose. Um, you know, it, it takes it takes knowledge of any class to make good investments and um you know i hope you guys will do your research but i would caution anyone if you're being influenced by these like stories if your involvement in nfts or your desire to be involved is because you're hearing these stories about you know people who invest 500 dollars and now they've sold their nft for 5 million then you're starting off on the wrong foot that's not going to be you if you're, you know, if you're operating under the sense or under the, the hope that you're just going to win this NFT lottery type thing, you might as well buy a lottery ticket uh, or lottery tickets of equal value because, uh, you know, the, those huge upside stories are what excite people and what get people wanting to be a part of, of these things. Uh, you know, they're selling you a dream uh, when in reality your involvement is going to be uh, a lot smaller. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have heard the term, it takes money to make money. It's people who are willing to, you know, invest very large sums of money can make a lot of money based on the same returns that might may, may make you not 
a lot of money in terms of absolute dollars if you're investing on a much smaller scale. So um, I think if you guys, and this is not to, to discourage anyone from getting involved, uh, if you guys, you know, want to get involved and mess around with it, just, just be aware of what you're doing. If you're not investing large sums of money, then you're kind of just pushing pieces around a board and you're going to, you're going to be making a, you know, a little, little bit of money here or losing a little bit of money there. And that's fine. It might be good for you to actually, you know, as a way for you to learn what you're doing, you know, but as for myself, um, you know, I'm, I might, I might play around with a little bit. I'm interested in it. You know, I'll probably check out some of the marketplaces. Um, buy, like I said, invest in the way that I, I recommended, which was, you know, only what I'm willing to lose. Uh, but you know, I'm certainly not going to be emptying my investment portfolio in order to go all in on NFTs. You know, who, who knows what the future holds for this? Uh, but currently, that's uh, that's not in the cards for me. So I just wanted to hop on here. That was a quick, quick little breakdown of what they are. If you guys have more questions about it, feel free to message me in whatever way you want. Everything, all my contact info is uh, in the show notes. You can get me on Instagram. I try to to respond to everybody, um, you know, and uh, and have a good dialogue with all the people that follow me. So, yeah, I hope that helped you guys. And, uh, be, be careful with your investments. Um, I wouldn't put your house on, uh, a board ape NFT, but playing around with it, uh, could be fun and could teach you about investing, uh, in general, in a way that's pretty accessible right now. Uh, you know, if you have no experience with it, um, previously, uh, as always, don't forget to screenshot this episode, uh, while you're listening to it. Um, tag me, tag Steffi, tag Hybrid Unlimited, uh, and you'll automatically be enrolled in a draw to potentially win some Hybrid Legacy swag. On top of that, uh, don't miss out on the Hybrid Strength Coach app. We are putting new programs out there uh, pretty consistently now. Our, uh, our latest one is an Olympic weightlifting program with an international Olympic weightlifting team member. Um, Hunter Elam. We have the hybrid powerlifting program coached by Steffi. Uh, we have the hybrid performance program, which is a combination of bodybuilding, uh, Olympic weightlifting, and powerlifting coached by me. And we have a bunch of other ones. We have a strictly a bodybuilding program coached by Simon Chang. We have general fitness programs. We've got it all. So check us out at the Hybrid Strength Coach app. You can go direct to it at hybridstrengthcoach.com or you can check out everything we have to offer across all of the different brands at hybridperformancemethod.com. As always, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.